everyone that I sit with, I try to let them, I let them know that life insurance is not a bill. You know, you, you have bills that come and go. You may pay one bill off and the next bill comes out of nowhere. Life insurance is not an expense. It's protection. It's protection. And we don't, we don't take protection lightly. We want to protect our children. We want to protect, we want to protect, we want to protect ourselves. And life insurance is just another form of protection. So, and it's actually, it's, and it's the foundation. So life insurance should be the foundation for everyone's finances. So if we have life insurance in place, then then you build everything else around it. It's like if you have a foundation in place, then you can, all right, then you can begin building the home. So I don't want every, I don't want anyone to look at life insurance as an expense. Of course, if it's too high, it's taking food off the table, then you need to lower the premium. Okay, but outside of that, life insurance is in its own category. You have protection, and then you have your expenses, and then you have other categories of savings. But that protection bucket, don't play with that. Because that's not even for you, that's for your family. Right, so the foundation, don't play with the foundation. Because if you don't have a foundation, you're building your financial house on sand. And we've seen a lot of families tumble. And don't be the next one just because you didn't properly prepare. And I'm saying this out of love, not to scare you. But it is scary when you're actually going through that situation. We just had a lady on our podcast, Pretty Fire. She gave her personal testimony about her husband unexpectedly dying at 51, but thank God they had life insurance. But what if they didn't? That it'd have been crazy. So it was just something mm-hmm. to think about. That's and y'all, fact. y'all, y'all go check that show out, man. Y'all heard the man, man, plug this show. Check that show out. I'm definitely gonna check it out because you know I'm interested in stuff like that. But you, you, you hitting on some things that, um, like, like I said, man, we products of our environment for the most part. So. You know, if you ain't see your people doing it, you're less likely to do it. But we're trying to break that cycle right now. So, on average, the person, let's just go with the with the one, two, three factor right now. So, is her husband, wife, first kid out there? Where should that person head of household start as far as coverage? You know, what I'm saying with for 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 you know him, his wife, and his, and his child. Where should they be at on average for for a family premium? Great question. Um, what's the age? Oh, let's, let's, let's go with let's go. With, let's kick it out at about 28. 28. 28. Both, are, both are 28. They got the newborn. They're married. First year. Okay. Okay. Let me jump in and, and uh, maybe the fellas have a have a different route because you know this this insurance thing is flexible. It's not you know cookie cutter. So for right. me, it, you know it, it will it will all depend on what that family is trying to do financially, what their financial goals are. Right. Mm-hmm. So typically, uh, you know, family at that age and just starting out, they're not really thinking about, you know, all those you know, the financial extremities, all that extra stuff. So I would put both two two term policies in place, you know, as, as high as possible, half a million each. Right. Because you got to think about well, now they have a child. Right. God forbid both of them go. That child needs, you know, a good amount of money to be to, to have until at least the age of 18. So mm-hmm. I, w- I would put a minimum half a mil to a mil um, on each of them, right? It's a term policy. I'll do a 30-year term. And that's mainly for, you know, income replacement for, you know, the bills and all, all that. That's, that's mainly for that, right? That's what I would put in place for them. Um, that's, that, that would be the, 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 the most I would do in terms of insurance. Now, if they tell me they want to do, 
you know, they want to have something that builds cash value, then I'll go a different route. But just in, in the sense of what you're talking about, they got a home, they got, you know, a child, they need as much protection as possible, especially the newborn, they need that protection just in case something happens, right? Now, once the, that policy, those policies expire, right, the, the kid will be out the house, right? They won't need that mm-hmm. much insurance anymore because the child's at the house, right? Because you got to think mm-hmm. about life, life insurance is, is, is you're leveraging risk, right? You're leveraging the risk of death, right? So that you won't need that much anymore once the child leaves the house. So then now you can get you and get put get yourself in a you know fifty thousand dollar or hundred thousand dollar whole life policy that's gonna you know extend you out for the rest of your life that can be there for when you pass away your child or, or your beneficiaries can take care of funeral expenses. That's what I would do for you know a typical twenty eight you know twenty eight year old couple that has a has a child. Which I think, fellas. Okay. Yeah, just to follow up, just to follow up, and just to give people some more education on that. So, with the term policy assistance, that you just want to make sure that within that period of, let's say they have a, say they have a child and the child maybe two years old, you put them in a thirty-year term, and some people may say, well, the term is going to expire, well, year is going to expire, and then I'm like, well, I invested all this money into it, and now I've lost it. Well, we, we buy clothes every day, and the clothes they're good for one year, and then they then they then they they're gone. You, know, you give them to the shelter, you throwing it out. So, but you're you're putting money into something, and you're exchanging pennies for dollars, and you're protecting your family for thirty years, which is a crucial time because before the age of sixty-five, the the way people pass away, the most common way to pass away is through an accident, and tragic things happen all the time. So you never really know. That's why the term policy is in place. Now mm-hmm. and just to and just to kinda jump a little bit forward, let's say at twenty eight now they're fifty eight. What you wanna do as their insurance broker for life, you wanna follow up with them and say, Hey, I see you're forty five, let's get you some final expense. Let's get you at least fifty thousand dollars for your burial. Now if you get the if you get them some final expense at the age of forty five, they may be paying seventy dollars or fifty dollars. Who knows how much they're gonna be paying. But at the end of the day, you're doing right by them. So now it's just not like, oh, you sold me this term policy. Now I'm dead in the water. I didn't think about insurance five years after it expired. Now it's too high. Now life insurance is a scam. And now they're telling their friends in the family. So if I do the as an insurance broker to break break it down to them, like, hey, you're getting the term to cover your family within the 30 years because this is your high income year. Because let's say you make, let's say you make 50000 now, God forbid you pass away, at least your family has, I'm a horrible right now. Let's say make 100000 you pass away, your family can survive for another another five years if you, if you have a half a million half a million dollar policy. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So now they're yeah. understanding that, wow, if I do pass away, my family can sustain for another five years without me. Like, all right, that makes perfect sense because God, God forbid, at least my child can still go to this college or this my, my, my spouse can put this away for my child. So really educating them on why they need life insurance. And that's the strategy that goes behind it. As Tristan said, every situation is different. Some people don't may not even believe in terms. If you don't believe right. in terms and you believe in whole life, man, let's get you some whole life. Whatever you believe in, we're here just to just to get you some just to get you covered. Like it don't even matter. Like, just, just get you something. So, so, so based on what Tristan was saying, 
and then it's just a, it's all assumptive, but just to put something into perspective for somebody like that, what what would you assume a monthly premium would be? Just assumably, we we're not holding you to anything, but just I just want to mm-hmm. understand like a price point on on what Tristan would build it. Okay, so I'll give you. Okay, sorry to cut you off. Um, so I just sat down with a gentleman. He's 37 years old. I got him a term policy for 30 years for half a million, 500,000 for 93 dollars a month, and he's 37 years old. So if they're 28, and he got a half a million for 93 dollars, you're 28. You're probably getting that for, geez, who knows? Probably. Probably who knows, like fifty, sixty, because I have a half a million yeah. dollars to place on my. I have a half a million dollars to place on myself. And I'm paying like sixty, sixty-three, sixty-three dollars somewhere around that for okay. half a million dollars for thirty years, and I'm twenty-five. So that just gives you that kind of lays it out. Okay, yeah. so that's that's good right there. So so no, I mean the reason why I'm asking is because of this, right? I like I like to kind of throw the numbers out there so people can have a, a feel for what the expense is even though you know every situation like we're saying they're not cookie cutter but based on what you're saying so you're saying you're paying you're 25 you're paying about 63 dollars a month right now for mm-hmm. your premium on a, on a half million dollars on yourself so that that comes out of seven seven hundred and fifty six dollars for the year so when people when people take a look at this stuff now and they can factor seven i mean hey I mean, let's be blunt, man. It's just some ninjas out there wearing some $795 Gucci slippers, slippers, whatever. Balenciago, whatever. <laughs> I, I had a hard time pronouncing that, but now nah, I got Balenciago. So that's a pair of shoes for some of y'all for the year. You know what I'm saying? In the grand scheme mm-hmm. of things. So, I, you know, if people start really kind of like putting the value the long-term value of the insurance premiums as, as you guys are discussing next to the materialistic shit that they buy on a day-in and day-out basis you know I think I think sometimes people will be able to understand it is very much affordable you know um in, in contrast as opposed to person sitting there feeling like oh I'm acquiring another bill you know a monthly bill and what is that taking away from me? But when you start looking at cash flow, um, you know, I encourage everybody, man, you, you, you got to start budgeting at the end of the day. I mean, if, if you if you don't know what your budget looks like on a month-over-month basis, I don't care who you are, you know, at the, in, in, at the end of the day, so you can know what your worth is versus what you're bringing in, you know, it's, it's just, it doesn't make sense if you don't know you know yeah. to, to always be operating like you're winging it so you know when people listen to this stuff man hey believe you know if, if you could take this and I know hell you got the four for a hundred cell phone bill playing out there for some company <laughs> you put put this shit into perspective and relativity like that that you're just acquiring yet another line you know but this is a lifeline for yourself Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's fire, <laughs> That's fire <laughs> I appreciate that, man. But yeah, you know, this is a I appreciate it. <laughs> but no, man, it, it is, it's, it's about having a lifeline in the, in, in the end of the day because now, you know, I, I remember that line 
I'm uh, I, I love music, man. So when uh, when Rick Ross said, "What at Obamacare?" You know, a lot of people ain't got the right insurance right now. We're going through COVID. COVID is serious. It's not going away. You know, at the end of the day, and and, and, and as grim as that is to speak on, um, with the way that it's impact, Im- impacted people's lives, um, just out the out the clear blue sky, man. It's just care, man. You got a fourteen hundred dollar check. Some people gonna get fifty two hundred dollars because they got multiple children in the household. I, everybody's not broke. Everybody's not jobless. I mean, I, you know, I, I see all these people on my timeline. They're not living grim. So I would just be suggesting to people, man, come up out of this thing the right way, man. Get your living will. You know what I mean? Create create the right documents that you need to support yourself, man. Reach out to these brothers here. You know what I mean? And, and have the right quality conversations about protecting you. And, you know, I'm seeing a lot of... Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, man, I'm seeing a lot of parents dying out. So definitely you want to make sure that you have something in tow for these, um, you know, children that are going to ultimately become foster kids to some capacity, albeit even if they're with family, even if they stay within family, they're still foster kids. And and, and there's nothing better than, you know, people making sure and that's and I know you guys ever said living will, but I, I saw living benefits on your page. But make sure you have a living will in place, man. Make sure you have these things set up in the event that you go so people can't just screw over your kids, man. That's a fact. Not from that. That's a fact. Yeah. Hey, man. And this is this at the lower level of things, right? This is just, you know, putting something in place to protect you, right? You're not even talking about using life insurance to buy properties we're not even talking about using life insurance to you know start a business and you know we're not even talking about that you know so that's just at the lower level of things you know that's another whole you know podcast in and of itself but life insurance is you know can be used for an array of things right but first and foremost we want to get our people to understand that you definitely definitely want to have something in place to protect your life especially if you have kids right and you know, I, you know, we got we got the reels and all that stuff on our Instagram. And you know, one of the, one of the, you know, one of the funny ones is like, yo, if you got Netflix, you got Hulu, like you you paying into those a month, and you don't got no life insurance, you definitely bugging, right? Like you out of pocket, especially if you got kids, because <laughs> this stuff is this stuff is pertinent to to our lives. And and it's crazy how like oh, we all grew up. I'm from the Caribbean. These guys are Jamaican. We grew up like not thinking, you know, not knowing the importance of life insurance. But I didn't see the importance of life insurance until my aunt passed away and left four kids homeless, right? Four kids, right? Crazy stuff, right? Like I, that's the worst I've seen my family. You know, people arguing, oh, I don't got no money. Uh, why she ain't prepared for this? Uh, uh, uh. Right? It's crazy. That family gets crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, no, I went through. I went through it, man. I went through. I went through something like that this past mm. summer mm. when my aunt passed away and uh, I was a surrogate. So instinctively, people looked at me and they was like, okay, um, so what insurance that? Mm. I'm chuckling because uh, it was uh, it was a little it was a little interpersonal family beef that they didn't want me to have insurance on. So mm. 
Mm-hmm. All she all she had was her state benefits that she was receiving. And uh, when it came down time to uh, marrying her, it, it was the same thing. You know, people was coming at me like they was coming for my neck. And I don't care to say it. It's my podcast. documentary that he put out 
and he was the fifth Mar Bay brother attempting to get into the league. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying, it's going to take all those past people before you to fumble and fumble and fumble until it gets to the baby. And the baby going to have all the information to lift the family up and now carry the torch and move the family forward. And uh, I, I want to say that's what I feel like y'all are doing right now, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all in that middle tier where y'all can impact your elders as well as pick up clientele from this new baby booming generation out here, which is more knowledgeable, more savvy, more digitally ready, you know, um, with the things that you guys are doing and getting into now, especially with the boom of this whole stock market thing over the last couple months with the AME, with the GME situation that has come about. That's that's our new generation right there, investors, man. So, hey, salute to y'all. Salute Appreciate to y'all, man, for, for paving the way, man. But I ain't going to hold you. I'm going to give y'all the floor right now to close out, man, and plug yourselves accordingly, man. It's Akil, Keon, and Tristan, man. And I'm Tone from the Soccer Chief Podcast. I'm going to let them close us out. Appreciate it, Tom. Appreciate the love. Again, I appreciate you having us on here. It was definitely a pleasure coming on and, and uh, sharing the floor with you. Again, follow us. Um, tune in with us. Chime in with us. You know, where people have conversations with us. With us, if you have any questions, definitely DM DM us. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, we're we're all over on social media sharing the game. So uh, definitely looking forward to uh, helping more families and uh, you know continue to add value. No doubt. Yeah, I, appreciate, I appreciate you having me on, Tone. I really, I really do. Another opportunity to, to shed light and share financial abundance with our people. And I'll leave this too. Don't just pass on life insurance. Pass on healthy generational habits. Build, uh, build healthy habits. Pass on knowledge to go with the money. Because you can put money in the hands of the fool, but they're not going to do the same thing as this. It was in the hands of somebody that had a proper mindset. So, just want to leave that with that. No doubt. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, thank you, Tone, once again for having us on the Millennial Finance Network team. Um, you know, what we do is huge. You know, talk about life insurance. Uh, insuring anything is important. So, I think insuring insuring one's life literally has no number tied to it. And I think it's one of the most important things when you have a family. So I just want to leave a quick gem with everyone. Uh, three L's to think about are liquidity, long-term, and legacy, right? Liquidity, long-term, and legacy. Think about those three things for your family, and um, let's do it. Appreciate you tone once again. No doubt, man. Bless up, man, to the whole Millennial Finance TV. That's the IG, man. That's the Millennial Finance TV, man. So please follow these fellas, man. Tune, tune into the podcast as well. Respect to y'all, man. Peace. Peace, Tom. Peace, peace.